Innovative Disruptors The Innovative Disruptors Podcast The Innovative Raptors Podcast Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the ID Podcast. We are here with the Boss Babe herself, Boss Babe Enterprises, Gianna Francis. Gianna, how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing great. It is a lovely day here in Austin, Texas, so I cannot complain. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, we got another fellow Texan here. You know, so for those that don't know, I'm from Houston. So every time I, there's always, I always have a little bit of like a special place for my Texans in my heart. Because if you guys know, Texans, we love our we love our state. So <laughs> maybe a little yes. too much. <laughs> In the weather. <laughs> yeah. So uh Diana, uh so tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your history and, and kind of you know how you got to where you are now. Yeah. So I you know went to college for management information systems and accounting and you know, along my college route, really started to fall in love with health and fitness. It was a way of relieving stress um, after a long day of studying and then working a full, I mean, a part-time job. I did not work a full-time job in college. (laughs) And, you know, kind of just really got good at working out to where other women would come up to me and ask me, like, what am I doing? Like, can you show me? And I'm like, ah, the accounting brain was, I don't want to, you know, tell you how to work out and then you get injured because that's going to be a liability for me. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I really wanted to help other women because I was feeling amazing. Like I was working out, weight training, all the things, fueling my body right. And so I decided while I was in college that I was going to get certified as a personal trainer. So I did that and really, again, started to just fall in love with health and fitness and I started training people on the side but was adamant about finishing my college degree in accounting and I wanted to work as a CPA so spent 11 months uh, studying for all my CPAs and then got a job with a big four accounting firm moved out to Austin Texas and did the CPA thing for three years I worked in IT audits and then I did taxes and the whole time I was very blessed because I'm like, I have such a great job right out of college. I'm a CPA, all of these awesome credentials, but a part of me still wanted piece of the pie in a health and fitness world. So I continued training women, just randomly friends from high school on the side and just had still my itch for health and fitness wasn't being fulfilled. So I decided in 2019 that I would just launch a company called Boston Fitness Academy, and it is an online health and fitness company that helps women tone, lose weight, really learn to eat and exercise for their body type so that they can get more out of their health and fitness journey. No more quick fixes, diet pills, just a sustainable solution that works for the individual. How did you have time... (laughs) Working at Big Four to train people on the side. That just blows my mind. I mean, your, your time management must be impeccable because I never worked for Big Four. I always worked at really smaller firms. Okay. Even, then, even then, I didn't have enough freaking time, I feel like. Yeah, it's 
hard. I am not looking back at it now. I don't even know how I did it, <laughs> but because I got my, okay, personal training certification, I started studying for that in 2015. And then I actually received the certification in 2016. And so by the time I launched my company in 2019, it's been three years of like, I want to do this. I want to work in this space. I want to work in this space. So when I finally got the opportunity to learn from a mentor how to build an online business, I didn't care if I had to work all weekend. I didn't care if I would get home at 11 p.m. and just work an hour on my business. Like it was my dream and I was finally making it come true. So I think the way I was able to make it work was just like knowing in my heart of hearts that like I was finally working on a dream that was mine. And then again, a lot of weekends, not, you know, actual weekends. I worked a lot. I had my to-do list and my planner. Yeah, definitely didn't have a normal life for six months. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that that's kind of what it takes to when you have a dream and you go after it. You have to sometimes take those steps, prepare yourself and get everything ready. I 100% agree. And if the dream is big enough, I feel like there's nothing that is going to stop you from doing the work, even if it's a little bit of work. Because like I said, like my, I was not working 40 hours on my business while being a CPA, like that was impossible. But can I work one hour after a really long day and just get it done? Because one hour over time does compound to a lot. It's better Mm -hmm. than zero. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 30 minutes is better than zero. You know, exactly. working, anything you do is better than nothing. Yeah, no, I love it. Wow. So then here we are. You've got your mentor. You decided to launch. At what tipping point did you finally say, you know what? I want to do this on my own. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go. Was there like a was there like an external driving force? Was there something that, you know, or you just said, F it, I'm going all in? Okay, so great question. I probably would have still been at my CPA job because my value at the time was security and having a paycheck that I can rely on is something that was big to me at the time. However, when I first started my business, it was very slow because I was in the middle of busy season, which meant like, again, that one hour or 30 minutes was sometimes super inconsistent. And so um, when I finally got out of busy season, I really put, you know, I went all out and gave it my all. And I started um, replacing my full-time income with income from my side business. And so the tipping point was I had replaced my income three months in a row and I was about to go back into a busy season. And I knew if I go back into this busy season, all of the momentum that I built up from over these past months, which is go away because I would not be able to show up and consistently in my business again. And I was forced to make a decision. Do I continue valuing security or do I value investing in myself? With the proven track record, I mean, it's not like I was making zero dollars. I was like, invest in yourself. Like you can do it. No, I was already replacing my full-time income. So I had the financials also to back it up that I could do it. Yeah, no, I love it. And, you know, I was listening to, I forget who it was that was talking. Uh, I listened to so many different salespeople and, you know, all that. And and there was one of them that was talking about, it's like, you know, as entrepreneurs, if you're a true salesperson or a true entrepreneur, losing money or, you know, not being fully prepared isn't that big of a problem because, you know, you can just go and hustle and get it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, like, if you know you're going to be short a week or short this month for rent or something, it's not a problem because you just go and hustle more and get, you know, 
close some more deals, land some more clients that way. Where traditionally, if if you don't have that mindset, it it is scary because it's like, how am I going to get that money, you know, coming in? So I think that's 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 a huge shift that you learn pretty early on. That I think is yeah, amazing. thank you. So because for me it took a long time <laughs> to finally get there. Even even then, I mean, when I went out on my own, I still tried to I still worked under somebody uh, trying to earn you know that that security or whatever. It wasn't until we kind of butted heads and, and he thought I was doing my work on his clock. I was frustrated because he just was a very old school thought process kind of person. And it just, we didn't work out. And I, that's when I realized like, I can't work for anybody <laughs> anymore. I need to be my own boss. So mm-hmm. no, that's great. So, so tell me about the business now. So what, what does your ideal client look like? Ooh, okay. So my ideal client is a career oriented woman, just like I was. Well, still am just now wear the entrepreneur hat versus I'm a CPA work for corporate. But I primarily love working with a woman who is career driven. She gets a lot of passion out of working and creating stuff, you know, creating an impact in whatever career path she chooses, whether that's a nurse or a CPA or an entrepreneur. This girl is very used to working hard and loves the fact that she is building a career or already has an established career. However, she also realizes that she needs to do things differently when it comes to her health. She spends so much time building this career that she's really, really proud of. But then she might look around in other areas of her life and say, you know what, I could be doing better here. How do I do better here, especially in her health. And she's the kind of woman who's like, you know, I am really proficient and good at what I do as a career. I don't want to spend hours on Google trying to figure out how to be great in my health. I just want someone who can teach me, who knows what they're doing. And again, can help me, you know, reach my health and fitness goals from a place of efficiency, yes, but also sustainability. Love it. Wow. I love it. That is a very specific. I love that you've already defined (laughs) it and you know who to go for. That's that's another thing too that that gets really hard is to figure out who that ideal client is because that's 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 your first step is you need to figure out who you want to work with because mm-hmm. if not you're just you're essentially trying to fish in the ocean and if you don't have kind of a who you want to go after it's hard because you're not going to be able to get you know your message is too broad yes and it's going to be hard to kind of you know land those clients but if your message if you know who exactly who you can work with and, and start messaging them directly or start targeting you know all your content to them you're going to start showing up for them and that's where you can start landing more riches and niches at least that's what we say in the accounting world riches and niches. yes i love that <laughs> so, so um no i love it that's awesome and i mean and the fact that like i said you've got it figured out to a t is is great so you've been doing this since 2019 then, huh? And so you went full-time, if I remember correctly, you went full-time at the beginning of 2020, right? Yes. So I started, launched the company uh, July 15th of 2019 and then left my full-time job. I believe my last day was like January 22nd of 2020, right before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you chose, I know with the pandemic going on and everything, you know, a lot of people are struggling, but the online fitness space there, like with the pandemic has definitely opened up a lot of opportunity because a lot of people are working from home or, you know, they, they, they find themselves in situations where they need a little bit extra help. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think and I've seen a lot of success, at least in this industry with it because of that, you know, people are stuck at home with their kids and they don't know how to deal with it or, or they're, you know, where, where they had maybe the opportunity to go to the office, work and then stop at the gym and work out. Now, all of a sudden they can't do that. Yep. And it breaks the routine. And I know for a lot of high, kind of high performers, routine is very important. 
Yep. And mm-hmm. so that's where someone like you, I think, would definitely can come in and really provide a lot of value and a lot of guidance as to, okay, you know, your routine shot, let's set up another routine. That's going to make sense. Because I know for me that that's threw me for a loop and I'm barely starting to kind of get my feet under now with with the new routine that we have but uh, it's been it's been interesting to say the least <laughs> but uh no i mean i i love it i think it's great i think what you're doing is, is amazing so you only work with women right do you work with any men or no no i only work with women <laughs> okay and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i mean you know your audience you know your audience you know who you want to work with and that's perfect you know that that's who that's who you uh definitely kind of focus on so what you're doing is amazing and i've and i've been really lucky to watch you grow and when i say you've been growing you've been growing is an understatement i wish there was a stronger <laughs> way to put i mean you are just rocking it and killing it so i know we talked a little bit about before this about 2021 goals and i kind of want to touch on that a little bit if you're okay with it kind of that shift that that mind shift you want to have of manager to ceo mm-hmm. and yeah. i think that's something we i would love to talk about that because i feel like that's a lot of people that's what stunts their growth is they're too busy trying to work in their business and not working on their business. And I feel this kind of relates to any industry that's out there. And I know it's really bad with at least the accountants that are listening to this here. So I'd like to touch on that a little bit and kind of your thought process as to it and, and to know, you know, what is it that's making you make that switch or what is it that's making you think that way, you know, to move into that role of manager to CEO? Yeah, so I would say that I'm very lucky to have grown my company to a team of one, just me, to now a team of five. So myself and then four other women to support me um, as independent contractors and to see the impact that we're not only able to have on clients, but to have on their lives because now they're able to work from anywhere in the world and impact women through their health and, you know, build their dream to help women in the health and fitness space. I am realizing that. So first I was thinking as an employee, like I need to do everything. I need to manage all these tasks. Mm -hmm. Then I hired my first person and then I was managing not only my day, but her day. And now I'm just realizing that the difference between, you know, a manager or an employee and CEO is the CEO is more thinking about like, how do we either delete tasks that are not serving us, delegate them, duplicate them so like either duplicating the system or maybe hiring someone else to do the task for you or delaying it until another time like maybe this can be the focus in q3 but it doesn't need to be the focus now and for me i was a manager of too long in my opinion a manager of like my to-do list and maybe the first person i hired to-do list versus managing like more of the data so like where are numbers how many people are we impacting per month like how much money are we bringing in versus did i do this did i program this person's workout today because those things are definitely important like our clients get results because they eat a certain way and they work out a certain way but in the end of the day if i'm going to look to grow the business like i need to you know, understand more of the financials, what systems we have in place. Are we wasting time doing things manually, stuff like that? And so I sat down for the first time over my holiday break. <laughs> I did twenty twenty one planning and I looked at all areas of my business and I put them into categories and said, okay, based off of these categories of things, these five major categories that move our business along, which need the most focus and attention in Q1. And now that I know which ones need the most focus, okay, well, what tasks do I need to be 
focusing on to help move that focus area along. So at the end of Q1, we're really proud of the work that we've done to make that aspect of the business better. And then not just, again, because the employee in me would just want to do all of the things or the manager. And now I'm like, no, like, who am I going to delegate that to? Because I don't need to do all the things to make something be (laughs) successful. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I wish I could just take that and just like, put it on like, uh, you know, those loudspeakers that like, whenever there's like a tornado warning or something, you know, it's like, like, I wish I could put that because I mean, yes, that's the only way we're going to grow. Like we need to be able to delegate and mm-hmm. that's the only way we're going to be able to be able to delegate and trust our team and make sure that we do train them and support them as much as possible in order to do that. And oh uh, no, oh. I love it. I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm probably going to take that piece and just cut it up and keep using it if you're okay with that. <laughs> yes, so, of course. That is, that is powerful because that is truly an entrepreneurial mindset right there is 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 getting yourself out of the nitty gritty, out of the, you know, the work and actually thinking about the the high end stuff, the the sales, the strategies, what's it looking like? What can we do to continue to grow this instead of just, mm-hmm. yes, you can make meal plans, you can make fitness, mm-hmm. you know, programs, you can do a tax return, you can do financials. That's fine. <laughs> right? We need to make sure to look at the big picture and growing it and the sales and the marketing aspect of it and making sure that, you know, you do have a consistent, you're consistently growing it. I mean, if you're happy where you're at, great. It's not a, there's yep. nothing wrong with that. But you want to make sure to continually, you know, if you are that true entrepreneurial spirit is to do that. And the fact to to overlook your systems and make sure everything is working correctly, because too many times we and I was guilty of this, too. Like you set up a system and it works great at first, but then you mm-hmm. outgrow it or, or yeah. something. you got to take a look at it back and maybe adjust it or tweak it. And so that's something we actually did last week as a team sat down and looked at some of kind of how we operated it. And there was a few stop gaps there that we were able to, to identify and fix. And then I told my team, I was like, Hey, so, all right, let me have it. What do you, what do you want to say to me? Like, you know, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? Like, I know there's something you guys want to talk, like, tell me what, what, what can I do to, to do this better? And so the big consensus from that was I work too much. And I need to slow down. <laughs> and, And I need to use them a lot more for some of the stuff that I'm doing. I'm like, okay, I I hear you. And I give away too much free stuff. So I need to start Mm -hmm. charging more for my time. And I'm like, okay. They're like, other than that, we're happy. I'm like, okay, I hear you. So we're working on how to fix that. But yeah, that's the kind of stuff that that is what a true entrepreneur and a leader does. I 100% agree. Like being the leader and asking like, hey, what am I doing right? And then what can I work on? Because, and I tell my team this all the time, listen, I am the person who founded the company, but I am not naturally a CEO or I would have done this, you know, a long time ago. I am learning just as much as you are, are learning. And we together set the culture of like where this company is going. So if there's anything that we're doing that's inefficient or anything that we can be doing better or just ideas you have, bring them to me because I am also so new at this. Like I know where I want to go, but that's just that's a means to an end. So there's so many ways you can go about doing it. And I would love, love, love your input. Not that I'm necessarily going to do everything you suggest all the time, but if we can have five minds thinking about this versus one, we are all going to be better for it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love it. And that, I mean, you want to talk about employee retention or, or keeping your team together, you know, 
your contractors working with you or whether you have employees like in an accounting firm and really feeling like they're they're part of the team like that right there you give them the opportunity to to do that and you actually actively listen mm-hmm. they're gonna love you for it and they're gonna appreciate that because they actually get their voices heard absolutely and they may have some good ideas. They're in the thick of it. They know what's yep. going on. You may, you may think that, oh, my system works. And maybe it worked while you were doing it. But now that they're doing it, it doesn't work for them. And they're the ones in the thick of it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I told them there's a few things that I was like, oh, this is how I want. They're like, it doesn't work like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then let's fix it, you know. And so it worked out pretty well. So now that this is this is refreshing to talk to someone like this but at the same time exciting because I, like i said i love what you're doing and, and i've been really lucky to be a part of it as well and you know you're just crushing it crushing thank you it. so all i really right. appreciate that so if there was one piece of advice you could give to somebody what would it be who from a health and fitness side or from a business anything owner? anything, anything okay, okay. <laughs> just if, if there if somebody came to you and, and asked you to be their mentor you know, let's say, let, let, okay, let's do this. Let's do health and fitness first, and then let's do business. Okay, I would say with health and fitness, one of the, my favorite things to teach my clients is to identify your health and fitness minimums. And what I mean by that is your life is going to look so different from season to season, just depending on what's going on. Like, for example, no one expected a pandemic. And so my mom clients are at home with four kids, homeschooling, running a business, and they are stressed out. And so one of the conversations I have with them is, okay, but what are your health and fitness minimums? And these are things that you do no matter what. So for example, you might not always be able to go to the gym and get an hour long workout in, but you can make time to go get three 10 minute walks in. So just break up your schedule, take you and the kiddos and go on a 10 minute walk, maybe in the morning over your lunch break. And then at the end of the day, because those 30 minute walks is better than not doing anything or Again, maybe you're used to eating a certain way, but just due to the state of pandemic and kids being home and all the things, maybe you can't meal plan perfectly to a tea. But can you at least make sure you have two servings of vegetables on your plate for lunch and dinner? Can you at least set a water goal for yourself and hit your water targets, even though, you know, you can't necessarily hit every single calorie or macro perfectly the way you wanted to? There's always something that you can do. And I think if people, more people got out of the all or nothing mindset and said, okay, but what can I do today? Then we would stop being a victim to our health and fitness and just start being the hero on our own health and fitness journey. Love it. Love it. And that's, uh, I didn't think about that. That's actually really good. (laughs) Wow. You just opened my eyes. Okay. I like that. Yes, make your list, Jose. (laughs) I'm going to start thinking about that. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. On the business side. Okay, this is funny because I actually, so I have like a group of women who started the same mentorship program as I did, and um, I'm doing a lot better than them. And it's not because I think I am better than them. I just did two things differently than they did. And I was actually just talking to one of them about this. And the two things that I would give a business owner are one, hire someone to help you. And when you are at a point where you're consistently bringing in income and you can confidently bring in someone at $15, $20 an hour, even if it's just five hours a week, then 10 hours and 15 then 20, do that because you are going to be like, and what I would even go a step further to say is hire someone who can do something for you that is like taking your energy away. So for me, I personally hired my assistant coach first because managing all of my clients, it was taking a lot of energy 
from me, not because I don't love serving my clients. I do. It's just a lot. And when you're also trying to be the marketer and the salesperson and write the emails and all the things, it's just overwhelming. And so I hired someone who I thought was equally as capable as me to serve my clients and with a, some di- direction and guidance was going to excel. And she is now. And so I would say that when you can, even if it's for five hours a week, hire someone who is going to be able to help you in your business, do something that's not only going to move the business forward, but also the thing that is taking away most of your energy. Another thing that I did differently than a lot of the women in my uh, mentorship group is I protected my mindset. So I started listening to information from different, um, you know, social media influencers on um, money mindset. Because for me, I did not grow up in a family where (laughs) money grew off trees. It was paycheck to paycheck. And so when I started making money, more money than I ever thought I could, I was unconsciously knew I was going to get freaked out if I didn't do the work consciously to like not even let myself get in the situation in the first place. So I started doing a lot of mindset work around money and being okay with accepting money because it's not like I'm accepting money because I'm just overcharging or anything. Like I am working my butt off to serve my clients and get them a result in a sustainable way, whereas a lot of programs don't. And I deserve to be compensated for that because now I get to hire a team who also gets to fulfill their dreams in life. And so I did a lot of work around money mindset so that I did not self-sabotage myself from making more money that I need to grow the business and serve more people. Love it. Oh my gosh. Can I just have you on again? Can you come on again till we can talk about just the business side of it? Like the fitness and nutrition I think is is great, but just the business side of it because, and I mean, I, I will say, because like I said, we do work together yeah, you are crushing it. You know, and I, I'm not just trying to kiss your butt here. Like, guys, y'all, she is really killing it, and that is some great advice. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna set this on repeat and put it in the loudspeaker for everybody to hear. So, yeah, right, well, Tiana, we're coming up at the end of it. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. I learned a lot today as well. Anything else you'd like to say to everybody before we we head out? And where can they find you, and where can they contact you if somebody wants to work with you? Yes, absolutely. So I am Jayana, that's J-A-I-A-N-A Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S on Instagram. I'm also Jayana Francis on Facebook. You can join my free Facebook group called Boss Babe Fitness Community. That's on Facebook. It's a free community for career-driven women who want more education, accountability, and community on their health and fitness journey from like-minded women. I also have a seven-day mind and body health and fitness guide that anyone can do. It's completely free, and it's a seven-day guide on the three aspects that I teach in my program, so nutrition, exercise, and your mindset. And so that guide is just seven days of just being more mindful, intermittent fasting, and then at-home workouts, because I don't want women to have to spend any money out of their pocket on this free seven-day challenge. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Diana, this has been amazing. Thank you for coming. And everybody, y'all have a wonderful day.